0: the baller. My life is more than money and journey. My story's so crazy, dog. I said, make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't got to tell me, dog. I know I'm the scene behind the baller. My life is more than money and journey. My story's so crazy, dog. I said, make a movie behind the baller. I went from music, Zach, to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and last. Behind the baller. Yo, yo, what's good, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of the World Famous Behind the Baller podcast, a.k.a. B-T-B. We are coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Yes, the two, one, four. I love it here. I fucking love it here. This is and always will be 100% professional podcasting in high-definition sound. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. Back9Ben, a.k.a. Bounce Back Ben, a.k.a. the Korean John Daly, and a.k.a. Hold up, the washed motherfucking lord. Guys, every single episode of this show is produced by the podcast God's aka the Dust Brothers, Miles Davis, and Jordan Winter with original music by Lakey and theme song by Illegal Cartel. We are so close to the rebrand and new format with video, finally, video is coming. Did I mention that I love it here in Dallas and in Frisco? (laughs) Okay, you hear the beats, that means it's go time. Dust Brothers, Jimmy Boy lakey let's go so real estate is just amazing here and while um you know, the cost of living here has obviously gone up, inflation, whatever, real estate is up. And it's up like big time in te- Texas, right? A lot of people moved here. It is still insanely lower and cheaper to live here than it is in Los Angeles. And I ain't talking about moving here for like to live here for good. I'm talking about just having another crib and setting up shop, you know, for several business reasons. But uh, I will continue more and talk about this when Jimmy gets on the show and it's not whatever. I'm sure throughout the show, I'll talk about how much I love it and everything. This is probably my best trip here um, to Dallas. I've only been to Dallas probably 11 times in the last 30 years, but been to H-Town way more. Uh, The weather is actually pretty decent. Was playing golf in like between 68 and 74 degrees. A little windy, right? I know it's actually uh, warmer in Houston overall and like, you know, winter or Christmas and fucking in fucking uh, in Houston is usually like 75, 80 degrees. And of course, Jimmy Boy is in Houston. So, you know, there, there's a positive there. But my golf folks are based here and Jimmy could just get in the car and drive three, three and a half hours. So I am seriously considerate. Um, of course, the no state income tax is a huge, huge deal too. But uh, I'm not gonna get into a long intro as Jimmy will be here in 10 minutes. So uh, I just wanna talk some shit real quick. Um, I read a dope passage while I was in the elevator of my hotel and I wanted to start the show off with that. And it said, worrying does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. Worrying does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. That shit hit different. And amen. FYI, guys, I am healthy. I am happy. I hope you are all in the same space or can get there. Um, I say that as I'm about to take a bite of my Whataburger, right? is fire. Shit is so good. Um, yeah, man, I had a fantastic trip so far. You know, I don't want to leave. I'm actually thinking I'm going to stay in an extra day. Um, I got a lot going on. I got a big charity golf event next week. So we'll be going live. BTB will be going live from Monterey for the next show. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, I'll bring that up in a little bit because obviously it's a, Big thing I want you guys to help me out with with Youth on Course. But real quick, I watch um a lot of police pullovers and like see this stupid ass motherfuckers that say they're sovereign citizens and whatever but then like, why are you gonna say it's stupid? It's because Doc, like stop. I'm not gonna get too deep into being sovereign, you know, and, and and being a saying that you're traveling and you don't need a driver's license and all this other nonsense and stupid shit like that. It, just get your ass in jail whatever it's just like just follow the law it's it's a cop-out it's fucking dumb but what i do see is a ton of abuse of power by police by social media by fake law gurus on social media what's that shit called fuck why is it driving me crazy God damn, my memory! short-term memory, long-term memory, everything is just gone. What the fuck's it called when you fucking record people um, and you have the fucking, your first memorized. Anyways, look, there's so much reverse racism bullshit. And, and I just want to address like, look guys, listen to people. I wish we were colorblind. Don't look at the color of the skin. Pay attention to the words and the intent. Do you hear what I just said? Listen. To the person. If they're a dumb fuck and they're Chinese, they're just fucking dumb and they're Chinese, it doesn't matter. If they're dumb and they're black, gives a fuck. Stupid in Mexican, who gives a shit? Dumb in Korean, it doesn't matter. Listen to the words. Pay attention to the words. I used to say, I'm responsible for the words that I say. I am not responsible for what you interpret. Now, that goes over too many fucking heads. But what I want to talk about real quick is we use or the words allegedly accused, accusations, and allegations are used way too fucking much on social media, and it is irritating. Allegations. Look, in 50 plus years of living, when someone makes a threat to me, I've realized that 75% of the time, maybe even 85% of the time, it's cap. Now again, it's a threat, it's not a promise. Right? Not everyone's about that action. But there's usually, you know, a resolution. You you don't have to get to that part. Okay? But when you put the word allegations on somebody, accusations, allegedly, all this shit, you put some real fucked up shit on someone's name. I want to see The terms or the word convicted. All right. You allegedly did this. You're being accused of sucking a dick. I don't give a fuck. Were you convicted of a crime? It's like when you say you get arrested. It's the trick question that police like to ask you so they could have intent to search your car and all the other shit. have you ever been arrested before? You mean, have I ever been convicted before? It's a big fucking difference. Now, certain background checks will pull up an arrest record. You could be arrested for some bullshit, but if you didn't go to jail, and you were, when I say jail, I mean you weren't you weren't booked and convicted, and meaning you did time and found guilty in front of a judge and jury of your peers. Then it's stupid. It's just wasting fucking taxpayers' money. Were you convicted? Were they convicted? I hate that shit. Have you ever been arrested before? Have you ever been in jail before? Or that's what they say. You ever been in jail before? They, they switch it up, cops. You know. But when you ask somebody a question like that, and again you throw this bullshit out there, it's like saying that you went to one week or one day of medical school, or you went to one day of law school, and then you're being treated as if you're a fucking actual doctor a lawyer. I'm being serious. Something that bothers the fuck out of me. Turn on the news. It's like allegations are filed against, you know, fucking uh, Mr. Jimmy fan. I'm just not me put it out there like that. Fucking with Jimmy boy. But I'm just saying, man, did you go to court? Did you get a, like, come on, man. Innocent until proven guilty. It really is simple as that. Anyways, had a beautiful Dallas subscriber meetup. Sorry, I could only do 15 people. It was just, it was a lot. Um, what made my day was the manager had hit me up and told me that uh, the waitress uh, was really happy. I was the biggest tip she's ever received. But you know, when you're waiting on 15 people, you know, one thing that I always love about the subscribers, you subscribers, not the BTB subscribers, my Instagram and Twitter subscribers is that they're always so kind and so just so cool. Some of them get excited. I get it. That's fine. I'm nobody special. Whether you guys think I am or not, I appreciate it. But everyone is very courteous and it's great. And it was good to put, um, you know, a picture finally and meet some people in person. A few people um, that I've never met before, like Brandon, uh, Pippin. You know, what I'm saying someone like we've been chatting on here and there, and you know, him being a new dad and this and that, whatever. And it's just a, you know, just all solid people. I feel like you guys have followed my journey. Um, even though you don't know me that well. but um I really want to do a subscriber meetup in San Francisco again in four weeks because I'll be out there for the Devin Haney fight with Jimmy Boy, but I got my kids. so I'm not gonna have somebody watch them while I'm gone. Like in can debate like nah. even though that that's you know, it's like their second home too. but I'm thinking about doing a subscriber meetup in Orange County in the OC on the 17th or 18th. um if it is the 18th, it'll be daytime because uh, nighttime would be too fucking crazy. But it would be either OC, I doubt Santa Ana, maybe Irvine, or I really think I'm going to do that new brand new Long Beach location because it's just so dope. And it's so close to Orange County. It's right there on the cusp. You know what I mean? It's like right there at the 605 and the 405. Um, Speaking of the 17th, Of this month, I am auctioning off a part of my bare brick collection, my infamous 1,000% bare brick collection on network, on the network app. Guys, this is maybe one of the most legendary, iconic bare brick collections in the entire world. It is definitely one of the most famous, if not top three for sure. Arguably number one. And now you can be a part of it, get a piece of it, own a few, couple, one, of my legendary collection, I'm gonna do it. Break it up in, in parts. Yeah, you know it's it's sad to see him go, but um, I don't have the space, so it's uh, it's time to part with them. Um, what else before we get the fuck into this thing? Uh, you know what? I was gonna get into it after Jimmy and everything, and I'm like, just it's just fucking depressing. But I don't want to talk about the Seahawks. We had a good little streak, you know. We're tied for first place in the NFC West, but people forget that I talk my shit on Twitter for NFL stuff. Ain't no real way like to just put stories up for it. It's just annoying. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not where you you engage in conversation on Twitter, not on Instagram. Unless I go live or whatever, right? But let me say this there's a lot of talk about Gino not being it, this and that, whatever. And all these people just fucking complain. I'm just sick. I mean, but I get it. Everyone has a free speech and right to say their opinion and shit and everything. But it's like, look, Drew Locke is not the solution to our problems. Let's draft someone way fucking better, okay? And yeah, I don't think Geno can take us to the Super Bowl. But let's see how shit goes, because he's the best quarterback that we have inside the Seahawks organization right now, okay? We got too good of an offensive set. We got too many offensive weapons. God damn, to not score and I don't give a fuck if the Ravens had a great defense. It, I'm just being real, man. Our defense is way too good to get clowned that hard. Speaking of which, when I got to Texas, uh, the Rangers had just won the World Series. I didn't congratulate them because I don't give a fuck, but that's no, great. You know, it's their first World Series championship um, for the Rangers. Um, but I was driving past this store called the Academy, I guess, and there was a fucking line around the block. And I was like, damn, Dallas definitely goes hard for their sports teams. And um, I said to myself, man, if the Cowboys could win, that line would be fucking 15,000 times longer. And I wish I had more time to go check out a Mavericks game. You know, there was one here. um, Was it last night? I don't fucking remember, man. I'm so fucked up with this daylight saving shit. Got me all messed up. But um, I got shit to handle, literally. Wow, you know, literally, I do. I'm getting a colonoscopy tomorrow and uh, fuck all that. I don't talk about shit anymore. You know what I'm saying? Look, let's pay some bills. Jimmy Boy just walked in the door. Let's get right. All right, Jimmy the gent is in the house again. Um, Got a little quick commercial break. Hit me one time, Miles. Do you want better credit? Let me holler at you about the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Great credit is so important, and if yours is not so great, then tap in with me. You can build your credit scores safely with everyday purchases and on-time payments. Plus, there's no annual fee, interest, Or credit check to get started use it everywhere visa credit cards are accepted build credit using your own money with a chime checking account get paid up to two days earlier with a qualifying direct deposit you can get access to your money sooner access 60,000 plus fee free ATMs that's more than the top three national banks combined easily find one near you with the chime app ditch the monthly fees chime has low monthly minimum balance or overdraft fees pay friends through chime no matter what bank account they use and cash out your money fee free start building your credit up open a chime checking account with at least two hundred dollars qualifying direct deposit to get started get started at chime.com baller that's c-h-i-m-e.com baller the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank and a member FDIC Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. On-time payment history may have a positive impact on your credit score. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Yo, 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 what up, BTB Army? Soon to be... C A I. Don't tell what don't don't don't, don't tell what it is. Don't tell them what it is. Don't no, I was what trying it to
1: is. copy that sprite noise. You know what I mean? When you pour it in, like I don't know, fizz noise. Yeah, fizz, fizz,
0: fizz noise. Uh, yes, sir. We are live in Dallas, Texas. Um, we got hey. my man Jimmy the Gent in the house. Y'all know what it formerly is? Formerly known as Jimmy Boy. He is a gentleman now, or a gentle bear. A motherfucker the size of a bear. Um. <laughs> Like I said, he's always the dude who is known to go to the restaurant and he will order everything on the menu except for thank you. Please come again. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, Jimmy was good, bro. How you doing? Man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm chilling, chilling. How about you?
0: Uh, I'm chilling, bro. You know, I just, uh, we just got back from the from the subscriber fan meetup, no, right?
1: Definitely. All very just good people, right? Amazing. Shout out to all the people that came and showed up. Everybody yeah, all good. that came all, from far away. Everybody. All
0: 15 people came from Odessa, from Austin, from... Uh, different parts from houston um
1: remember the last dude almost lost his life he was going about 120
0: on the freeway (laughs) making sure he ain't late yeah he was driving did you see he was wearing like an acura uh sales church i think he
1: works at the dealership
0: yeah i know but i'm saying like bro like dog
1: bro when you told me to text him right text him and he sent me like he's showing me videos him driving showing the gps (laughs) i'm just like focus on driving you gonna kill yourself and then when he got there i need an
0: nsx bro no cap. I ain't gonna lie, low key, them things look nice. So the new ones are real nice, and the funny thing was, for a minute, they was having a hard time selling them. Mm-hmm. Now all the car prices have gone down. You see what the price of a Cullinan is right now? They going, they went down, huge. The crazy part is the NSX is still up because it was a, it, it was like a weird, it was a limited, you know, amount of things they did. But uh, shout out to all the subscribers that came through. Yes, sir. Um, we are chilling in Dallas, Texas, as you had heard in the intro of the show. Um, I'm having a ball out here. Uh, Jimmy just pulled up. He thought it was an all-you-could-eat buffet tonight and it wasn't going to happen. But yeah, bro, uh, you know what? A couple things, bro. I did not know that the population of Dallas was bigger than the population of Houston. Mm -hmm. And I knew people from California moved here. I did not know millions of people from California moved here. So Texas... The inflation here is going up. San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, fucking, um, what other? El Paso, right? Maybe not El Paso, but everything going up because fucking Californian motherfuckers come over here buying a property. So, you know, it's crazy.
1: It is crazy, bro. It's, it's really, it start, it's, it's going to be overpopulated.
0: So check it out, dog. I'm playing at a fucking country club yesterday, day before yesterday, and, um, These houses are nice. They don't look like uh, track homes. They're nicer than that, (laughs) newly developed. And these are five years or less homes. They're they're pretty new. Mm -hmm. Very nice neighborhood. I asked my boy, who owns the biggest golf channel in the world, good, good. And I said, how much you think the house over there cost? And he goes, I know exactly what it would cost. Because I live right outside this community. Bro, he said 800 to 1.2 million, bro. And these were nice homes, golf course, big yard, front yard, not necessarily gated. There were gated areas, right? Like, mm-hmm. is it Highland Park? That where all the other cowboys live over here? Yep. But this was like a nice little area. Jimmy, my fucking Santa cost more than Otto's houses, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, are you, are you for real right now? It is, bro.
1: It's it's crazy. You know like it's especially out here.
0: What does a nice house in a gated community in Houston cost?
1: Um depending on the area, but uh
0: at least 4 bedrooms,
1: at least 4 bedrooms, at least
0: a quarter acre of land.
1: It well, it depends like I said what area cuz there's gated communities that you can get some for like 350-400. No fuck you. But it ain't like if you're talking about gated like security 24 hours type thing. I
0: mean a gated with a security guard there and then a dudes was patrolling around the area.
1: Um at least six, seven hundred right now.
0: Bro, I'm buying a house over here, bro. You gotta be crazy, bro. Literally. You got to. I've been telling you. And that. the crazy part was, and people would be like, what the fuck has Ben talking about? Oklahoma is a 29-minute flight from here? And then someone Three said hour it's, drive. someone said two and a half.
1: Yeah, we speed, but three. That's like San unfair. Diego
0: to LA. I'm saying like, it's like barely like. It's Yo, like literally. It's like, like going to San Diego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And you know what a house in the gated community in Oklahoma cost? Yeah, my boy just bought one. Dirt. Dirt.
1: He had a nice crib, like I'm talking about two-story, three-car garage, just got built. It wasn't an gated community, though, but he paid $300 for it.
0: By the way, did you fly into Dallas uh, Love or to, to uh, in, or uh, Dallas-Fort Worth? Fort Worth. Okay. So I like Dallas Love Airport. As soon as I get off the plane, bro, LAX is trash. There's no decent restaurants. It's all capped. They have some like little bullshit, try to do boutique shit here and there. It's all fucking hoshi-toshi, trash, bullshit, punk-ass, fucking corny-ass, stupid fucking $17 for a fucking bottle of water, fucking $37 for a salad. Just fucking trash. I get off the plane. I always fly in a DFW. Bro, I walk out and Whataburger's there. Yep. Yeah. Okay? I walk two more feet, Chick-fil-A there. And guess what? The prices are the same prices are the air here, outside here okay yeah. the only place i've been to that had that is pittsburgh whatever you pay for a bottle of water at cvs is going to be the same ball price you pay at the airport mm-hmm. in lax you get this little shitty ass bottle of water right here seven dollars okay jfk nine dollars right but anyways so i had set in first class you know had a nice little meal in fact i was shocked you know what john davini's is mm-hmm so John and Vinny's is a real bougie. It's like fly, super fly spot. Like you can see anybody from Gordon Ramsay to ASAP Rocky in there. Like it's, it's been forever fly. This is on Fairfax and they got some of the best Italian food in LA. I had John and Vinny's, meatball, mozzarella, salad. It was actually a very decent first class meal, but saw burger. <laughs> he wasn't lying. I never paid attention to anything but the burgers. The menu way deeper than fucking In-N-Out. Definitely. So I grabbed something real quick, go. Got stopped by a bunch of aspiring rappers and shit, like, oh my God, when you talk like that, and I'm a normal person, I feel normal, I thought the rapture was happening. I thought <laughs> a fucking Bigfoot was inside the airport riding a scooter. Like, I was like, fuck, so I turned around, I was like, what's up? He's like, are you Ben Baller? And I'm like, who's that? <laughs> like, come on, man, stop playing, bro. Dude handed me his AirPod Pros. And I was like, no, bro, I can't take you. That's fucking $600 headphones. I'm good. He goes, no, no, can you listen to my music? And I was like, oh, I definitely not listen to your music, bro. <laughs> you know. Um,
1: Earwax and all.
0: My question is, I understand 20 years ago, 25 years ago, that five, six-year span when I was in the music business and I was vice president of record label. Okay, I'll listen to you. I mean, I wouldn't have. I probably would have said no then, too. Mm. What could I do? for your music. I'm just curious. Like, uh, even if I liked it, there's people I have friends with. If you ask me to do something, I tell you no. What do you think I'm going to do to a stranger, right? Like, I'm saying, like, what what could I do for that person? I'm just curious what... A lot of people don't think that way.
1: They think, like, oh, because you're friends with this person that you can do the favor and, and, and you know, get out, go go out your way to do things. Like, they just assume that, oh, well, you're friends with ASAP, so you can make ASAP, you know, listen to me and, and and do this and that. Like, they just assume that
0: it's supposed to be like that, but it's not, you know what I mean? You want to know something funny? I just thought about it right now. No, for real. If I FaceTime ASAP Rocky right now, eight out of ten, actually, you no, know, it's been a minute. I would say nine out of ten times he's going to pick up, right, just because I don't really call him, so he would, you know, we got, I got that on my neck, so, you know. I think he would actually listen because he'd be like, what the fuck, what, Ben? Are you serious right now? Yeah. He would know it was that deep, right? Like for that. It was like almost like not him, even though we have a company. I'm just thinking like.
1: It's just not Dev, that easy. Dev,
0: you know I mean? A-Leaf Dev. Yeah. If I hit Dev and was like, hey, Dev, you good? Everything cool? Hey, I'm just going to straight up be real with you, man. Hey, dog, I need 10 bands. Do you know how fast Dev would probably give it to me because he knows I would never call him for no money? You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, okay, if I Facetime Drake right now, you think he would pick up? Yeah. And he would because I don't bother Drake. Yeah. You think I would fucking tell him about some music when his ear is so fucking good? That dude is impeccable when it comes to picking beats, right? I'm not going to fucking bother these people. Why do people think I'm going to fucking listen to their music?
1: I literally think, like, if you were to do that, they might not answer your phone the next time you call. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They just be like, bro, for real, bro? Like, You know what I mean? That's where we at,
0: you know? So So we totally off fucking subject. Getting uh, the uh, Uber driver. And um, I land like it 4.30. Traffic getting bad, right? Yeah. It's uh, 41 minutes to my hotel. And a lady goes, I'm so sorry. Traffic is terrible. I was like, bitch, I'm from Los Angeles. This shit is some app this ain't even appetizers. This is literally. Uh, this is sprinkles, cupcakes. Oh. This is nothing. Do you know motherfuckers will sit in the car? Get out of the car, go walk somewhere, this would have come back. And the car moved 30 feet, 20 feet most. Yes. Ain't this ain't traffic.
1: Bro, when I was living in LA, I literally knew that if I don't leave the house by 3 p.m., I'm staying in the house until 7 p.m. At least. I'm not moving. Literally, you're right. Like, you can literally... You know on Friday, Saturday crowd. night, there's
0: traffic at 10, 30,
1: 11 p.m. hmm Especially going into LA, like, one-on-one and all that, bro. It's yeah. hell, bro. How
0: about Hollywood? Clubs. Oh, my
1: God. It's stupid retarded. You know what
0: I just realized right now? And we I'm going to always go off topic. I just realized something right now. I got a new hustle for me and you. You know where we can make a killing right now? Hmm. I don't know where we find the employees, but some we'll find somewhere. Bro... I met this dude today. She owns the valet parking here in this hotel. Yeah. I happened to meet the owner. She owns the valet parking for the Four Seasons, for the Omni, for the Hyatt, for the Merit. I was like, wait, usually they would just kind of keep it inside all Hyatts. He goes, no. Bro, valet parking is, it's not expensive like LA, but it's $25, right? Do you know how much fucking money we would make, bro? There's fucking at least 800 cars in his parking lot.
1: Bro, my boy, that's how they do it. They do it, like, by area. Like, my boy in um, Houston, he pretty much owns the valet at every club, bro. I don't know how he worked it out with everybody, but it's like he owns all the valets in every club, different clubs owned by different people. More than
0: 10 nightclubs? Yep. Okay, let me ask you a question. How much is valet at a nightclub? Uh, Depend on the club. At least if you want front row, hundred easy. Easy, right? Easy. It's hundred in L.A. just to park your car like nineteen blocks away, <laughs> and they get a shuttle and bring whatever. If you want your Lamborghini, or your Ferrari, or Rolls Royce in front, it's gonna be two fifty. I'm being, no cap. I'm, okay, I'm yeah, being real for sure. So okay, so the clubs in Holly in Houston, he owns every club.
1: He don't own the club. He owns the Valley. I mean, the Valley. Yeah.
0: Do you know what money he must make Thursday, Friday, Saturday night? Do you have any idea how many motherfuckers are pulling up in these Hellcat uh, and, you know, even though it ain't a Lamborghini, they want their shit in the front?
1: Yeah. No, definitely. For I know a how hundo? much again. He killing it, bro. For a hundo? He's killing Understand it.
0: Understand that there's more than 15 people with Cullinans in Houston. You think they not parking their shit in the front for 100? That's oh, for 15 sure. off rip off some clowns. What's general parking going to be? 40? 20. General parking is 20. Valet, at least 40 bucks and up. No, I'm saying general valet is 40. 40. Front row, 100. Yep
1: some nights, depending, it might go one hundred and fifty, but it's always usually okay, 100. Jimmy. Bro, look,
0: man, you know how much it costs to make a fucking ballot. First of all, it's gonna cost four dollars to get a fucking incorporation done, right? Mm-hmm. Then we hire a manager, and we just treat them like hell. They go run the shit. We don't do nothing, right? Yep. And then basically, I'll invest five thousand. You invest like sixty thousand. Then we split it like fifty fifty. Is my math mathing or no That's-
1: Your math ain't mathing, but. It might be worth it, though. You know. So what your saying? boy
0: who does that—does he do anything else, or he just owns the valets?
1: He just owns the valets. Oh, bro, bro. he's, he's smart.
0: He's so smart at it, bro. Literally, so every bro. major nightclub, he's got them.
1: Every, it's crazy. Every, I didn't even know that until uh, one time a valet parked my Escalade, and they hit it, and so like I reported it. They gave me a number, and I'm like, "Bro, this is yours too?" He's like, "Yeah, da da da." And because it was my car, he paid whatever, full price. Well, no, they have
0: crazy insurance for the valet, you know what I'm saying? Plus, you know that little ticket you get? It's
1: a lot of disclaimer on there. You need to read that shit. and uh, because he's my boy. So when that happened, he just paid out of pocket straight up for me. Didn't even use insurance or nothing. He's like, bro, I got you, da-da-da. It was like seven grand, bro. He put it out of pocket. But I just realized
0: now, you actually know somebody? I just met this motherfucker downstairs when I was getting my golf clubs, and I was like, yo, there's 800 fucking cars in here. We do the math, 800 times 25. Dear, God, that is seven days a fucking week, but on a club level, this dude got to be twenty four seven. Your boy doing it from ten to two. What time does club start close? Two a.m. Ten to two, four hours. That motherfucker ain't got no valet shit to worry about at six p.m., two p.m., eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. A hundred. Now look, in L.A., I get it. You know, a hundred. Every baller. He probably coming out with dog. What's the overhead? He got that little stupid ass umbrella with a little fucking uh, podium.
1: Whatever he's working out with, either if he don't own the land, whatever he working. And you know, guess what the employees make?
0: I don't know what, what you know. So in LA, the employees they are gonna make like seventeen an hour, right? They are working four hours, and all they tips is theirs. Yeah. So what's what's minimum wage in Houston? It's got to be probably way less. Fifteen. Oh, so it's not that bad. Okay, so so shit. Look, dog. We need but to. But I ain't
1: gonna lie to you. Like some of the clubs that he got, some of the guys that they don't even look like they citizens, bro. Like the the That's valet what I'm dudes, talking about. Like bro, they probably getting paid 10-15 an hour cash. Like oh yeah, I forgot about that. If you get paid cash on the table. Of, like a lot of them dudes. Like I'm telling you, some of them don't even speak English. I'm like, bro, you show sure you gonna park my car right? You know what I'm saying? But shit, they got insurance. But they getting money, bro. That parking lot shit. Then the hookah too. Oh my God! Like the who could slow down in L.A. Yeah, slow down too a little bit, but, that, but that's
0: killer too. Valet, dog. Remember that night we went to Drake first show mm-hmm. at that car dealership in Houston. Yep. Do you remember how many Bentleys and Rolls Royces and fucking Benzes and who was you with? You was with uh Tuan, right? No, I, I
1: like I wasn't with Twan. I was with a couple of my guys, but that's when I got I just got that Bentley, the GT. But what remember? I'm saying
0: is Twan pulled up in a no. He pulled up in a he pulled up in something crazy too, though the Lambo. And everyone has something. Yeah. And everyone to park in front, and you know whose car was dead front front. Hmm. Slim Thug was right there in the front. Oh, of course. Phantom. Yep. And as cheap as motherfuckers want to be, guess where you can't haggle.
1: Valet. Can't haggle
0: a valet, bro. That's no. what it is, right? Straight up. Damn. So going back to it, after the divorce is finalized, I'm gonna buy a crib out here. I'm gonna establish myself here. And uh no state income tax. It's fucking amazing here, bro. You know they're building a fucking Universal Studios in Frisco, Texas. They building the tailor-made headquarters resort, a fucking golf resort with fucking driving range bays and like the balcony got shit like it's on PGA headquarters is here in Frisco right Uh what else is it the star is in Frisco right but Dallas dog
1: you understand bro like literally a year year and a half ago I had a investment situation where I could invest in real estate in Frisco bro before they made it like known they were gonna do Universal and all that bro and uh, I passed that up and I'm just like fuck bro just the fact that when that announcement everything just shot up for show. you know what I mean
0: bro listen dog four or five years ago no three years ago pandemic they couldn't give and prior to that I've been had year passes me and Nicolette were getting year passes for the kids cause it was fucking you know 80 bucks whatever boom yeah. and no one's going to Universal Studios then they couldn't give away tickets bro right before super mario world that launched do you know how fucking impo- do you remember how how packed the park was when it was there mm-hmm. it is impossible how much did fucking cleo's chicken shack cost for all of us had to be over a g ball note. i think it was like 800 8 something dog yeah chicken thanks. was good you ate every dog like there was for the people who don't know how jimmy boy eat chicken the mother, you ever been in the fucking like natural science museum where you see the skeletons of a fucking yeah. T Rex and shit? That's what that chicken bone looked like. Straight bone. That's how you got to do it. If I
1: see a motherfucker eating chicken and you leaving cartilage or anything, bro, I'm, that's disrespectful. The chicken died for nothing. Straight up. All right. And I so got no his daughter, his
0: daughter Vanna, had a three piece meal. Mm-hmm. She finished a piece and a half. And he goes, "Don't worry about it." And I'm the same way. If my she kids eats don't eat the it, chicken,
1: and I have to eat the rest,
0: so he took the rest of Vanna's chicken, and her plate looked like a styrofoam plate with some toothpicks on it because <laughs> he didn't fucking uh, eat everything. Anyways, going on. I was trying to put the chicken back together with just the bones. I Facetime my son Ryder, and I was like, "Ryder, do you know they're building a fucking Universal Studios in Frisco, Texas?" And he said, "Where's? How he goes. I know that they're doing that, Daddy. But where is that? I said, it's about fifteen minutes away from Dallas, but it is Dallas pretty much. And he goes, all 'All right, let's go there.' Do you have any idea? There's no Universal Studios. The nearest one's Orlando, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know how many fucking people are gonna be there, and they're gonna have to put Super Mario World, right? So it's gonna be. It's gonna be lit,
1: bro. Like Texas, we deserve that. I ain't gonna lie I'm about time. So why didn't you invest? I just passed it up not knowing that it was going to be universal there. Oh, oh. It was investment group then, right? Yeah. Okay. On like doing some properties and, and building some cribs, bro. And everything happened for a reason, though, you know what I
0: mean? God damn. Do they have Mastros in Houston?
1: Yeah. They do, right? Mm hmm. Um, but here, they got Carbone. They got a, what's that other one? That that sushi spot, that David Groupman spot. I forgot what it's called. But they got fire shit here, bro. Hold the fuck up. They don't have a real Carbone here. Yes. That, I texted you yesterday. Remember, I was like, yo, we should go to Carbones. I thought you was talking about
0: Las Vegas and Los Angeles. Nah, here, bro. David Grubman came down here and opened that shit, bro. Grubman opened a, Hold on, wait a second. There's a real Carbone, New York City Carbone in Dallas. Yes, sir. That's the only Carbone I've been to. The Born one in here. Dallas? Yeah. Didn't we go in Vegas together?
1: Oh, yeah, we went to Vegas together. That, but here, bro, it's a real deal Carbone's.
0: I'm gonna have to look into that, bro. I think that should make me call carboni. That should no. no real
1: it's the real deal, bro. It's the real deal. And then what's that? It starts with a K, right? Kuki, kuki kaiu, Kabuki, or something like that. He opened. It's like a sushi restaurant. I forgot what sushi restaurant he owns. It starts with a K, I believe. It's
0: not katsuya. I forgot what it's called. It's a, yeah,
1: not katsuya. It's like something, but he opened that here too.
0: Why in Dallas?
1: It's bro. They say Dallas is the the most like up and coming, like the fire, like area, like city.
0: You know what else is too? You wouldn't believe it if I tell you. Denver, fucking Colorado.
1: Yeah. No. 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 Um. Blackhawk, Colorado. No, I'm talking about Denver general vicinity of Denver uh-huh. is going crazy. Yeah, literally. The Last few years, they're opening the first uh, strip club casino in Blackhawk. Fuck all that. I want to own the
0: valet parking there. Literally, we need the deal. Yeah. If y'all hear us, we're going to make it happen. So, Universal Studios, Um, I'm going to get a crib out here. Golf is, bro, I'm just blown the fuck away, dog. Like, the cheapest country club in LA, unless you get a sponsor, you get a, a gift, you become an honorary member. I think the cheapest one I ever heard of is like $75, 90 and these are like I'm going to keep it 100. They ain't really that dope. And they go be 11, 1,200 in monthly dues. And then obviously, whatever you play, you know, shit could run 1,500, 2,000 a month depending on how much you play. I play a lot. Bro, Went to the nicest course where they do the Byron Nelson Classic. They got a Four Seasons on the property. It's gated. It's lit. It's 50 bands. And it used to be 30 and it's $350 a month. Bro, I'm moving here, bro. Yeah. I just need to figure out how the private schools are here. Hey, does Washington Hole got to have, his kids got to go to private school?
1: I believe so, for well, sure. So your kids go to private school? Yeah. Since uh, since Vanna, you know, I mean, all of them.
0: And it's cool, right?
1: Yeah. And it's mixed, right? Mon- it's not they, all Vietnamese like, people? Yeah, no, it's mixed. My kids go to like private but Montessori school.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. But Vanna, she goes to private Same school? Same thing, no? Montessori. Yeah, but right. private school. They speak school. English there or no? Yeah. Okay. Cause you know when Vietnamese talk dog, it sound like they fighting and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they can sit there and talking about I love you and Jesus and just talking about. I thought about I don't fuck with you, bro. <laughs> um, so what else, man? Uh oh, you know what I want to talk about, bro? You know I've been talking about this on the show for a couple weeks, but like that girl went viral. I don't give a fuck what Stephen A. Smith say. Look, and I can say what I want to, this is my show. I don't care if I get canceled or anything else. First of all, fuck out of here. She's not attractive. She's tripping. She's fucking bugging the girl who says she was fucking not going to Cheesecake Factory oh, for the yeah. first date. Okay? I don't want to talk about her.
1: How can you turn down the brown bread? Like, what is wrong with you, bitch? Pumpernickel gang forever.
0: Man. Um, the thing is this. The Da Vinci pasta? Do, 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 you know, do, do you know Thatch? Thatch Nguyen? Yeah, yeah. So, Dad, I
1: remember, you introduced me to him.
0: So that's my boy. Yeah. Okay. Thatch loves cheesecake factory but the funny thing is he knows he knows how much uh, by the way you know he real like OG i didn't i didn't think he speak vietnamese i'm a motherfucker really yeah, but then man. again he has the crazy accent right yeah so imagine how much bread Thatch got right stupid he live in the same not city the same island as bill gates yeah i don't think ain't no vietnamese motherfucker live in the same, you know what I'm saying? Bill Gates, right? Nah, I'm not going to talk about it. People know, no. I'm not going to put any more of the business out there. Do you know how much Cheesecake Factory I go to? At least once a week. At least, right? Now, I'm not saying it's the greatest first date. And I said it before on the show. I wouldn't take a girl on the first date there because I don't want to be bothered, right? And it's mm-hmm. popular. I don't know what it's like in Texas, but there's not one Cheesecake Factory in California from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. that doesn't have an hour wait. Friday, Saturday, it's going to be a three-hour wait. And mm-hmm. they don't do reservations at Cheesecake Factory. You know that. When you go to like downtown Houston, right? And by the way, I didn't know this. Grand Lux started in Houston. It didn't start in Vegas and everything else. Grand mm-hmm. Lux Cafe. They don't have Grand Lux Cafe in, Amer- in California no more. Oh, damn. Grand Lux, is, for those of you who don't know, is the nicer version of Cheesecake Factory. It's the same owner. And they have even bigger portions. And people like Jimmy should never go there because the calories are even crazier. But the food is so fucking delicious because it's seasoning and heavy sauces and everything. And it'll give you gout like that motherfucker got. And it's just crazy. So going back, for the average person who makes anywhere from fifty to to $100,000, there's nothing fucking wrong with Cheesecake Factory, bro. You yes. act like... You do realize that if me, okay, not me and you, what the fuck am I talking about? If you and a girl go to Cheesecake Factory, she get a couple margaritas, a couple this and that, whatever, how much is the bill going to be? Entrees, cheesecake, and drinks, what oh, do you think it's going to be? Two, three hundred. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Okay? So am I crazy for a normal person? Is that a bad first date?
1: No, that bitch crazy. Straight up. We're going to see how her dating life and her love life are going to be.
0: Do you know who Alexis Pfeiffer is? Uh-uh. That's Kanye's first fiance. Beautiful girl. Gorgeous. Uh-huh. I've noticed since she was 19. Good friend of mine. Yeah. You know 808s and Heartbreaks, right? Mm. That whole album was about her. He was with her for like eight years. They had together forever. Be- when I say beautiful, uh, and Alexis is a good friend of mine, beautiful. I met Kanye through her, even though I knew Kanye through the Rockefeller shit and everything, right? She told me six years ago that the coach of her son's team wanted to take her out but he was embarrassed because she knows she come from like you know Mm -hmm. where she come from her first baby daddy NFL Hall of Fame football player so he's like I'm embarrassed but it'd be okay if I take you to Cheesecake Factory now there's one in Marina Del Rey do you know where Marina Del Rey is? Mm -hmm. real nice little area for sure that Cheesecake is cracking over there right? you know what she said? She's like, she felt bad that like that, he felt bad. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, nah, we cool, let's go. This is a woman that's been Paris Fashion Week, you name it, all the fly shit, right? And she's like, I already know what I'm going to get. She was hyped, she didn't give a fuck, she cared about the company. And of course, Bill was still two something. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it was fucking 60 bucks. Can you put Applebee's, and Cheesecake Factory in the same category? Of course not. Okay, can you put Waffle House and Cheesecake Factory in the same? Of course not. Okay, can you put Olive Garden and Cheesecake Factory in the same place?
1: I can kind of.
0: Olive Garden?
1: I would kind of say it's kind of the same.
0: Olive Garden is $17 for fucking an entree, bro, and the, the biggest one, and you're full.
1: But it's like, I would say like, cheesecake is like, on steroids, they got everything, bro. Like,
0: to this day, I'm I am talking about tried. price points. Oh, no, you can't. I'm That's talking it. about the level. No, 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 you can't. Olive Garden is where you take your mother, grandmother, and like, but yeah, you're not going. I go at, on a date, Olive Garden. Okay. What I'm saying is. That chicken nookie soup, we going hard. You're going to see a girl. We need to check for that. You're okay. going to see a girl say some shit about Olive Garden, and I understand that part because you could get away with a nice day to Olive Garden for fucking 60 bucks. But see, my question is this, right? So,
1: is the, like, you you got, that's the automatic red flag, is because are you basing the restaurant off the food? Or are you basing it off the price of the food? Like, if we going for the price of the food, then we could definitely go eat some bullshit for expensive prices, but is the food good? And for a girl to complain about her first day being Cheesecake Factory, bitch, you must not like Cheesecake Factory food, because first off, this shit is expensive. And the
0: food be good, though. they they still for everybody. <laughs> Ain't no fucking bad food. at Like I was I saying,
1: I still haven't tried like 10% of the menu, bro. Oh, like, bro if,
0: I, if I give you that miso salmon, you'll smack somebody out. I've tried crowd. it. That shit's
1: bomb. But, bro, oh, okay. the chicken pot pie, pie, the Da Vinci pasta,
0: crack, bro. Did you know they have breakfast there, brunch? They mm, got, they yeah, got steak they and that, eggs, yep. and it's fire. They got the folk, most crack avocado toast. And I used to chicken. always
1: order the, that two tu, uh tuna ahi tuna salad.
0: Have you, ever oh, got, have you ever got the Buffalo Blast there? uh uh-uh, I ain't never got that. Okay, have you ever got the sweet corn tamales there? No. Oh, my Lord. Bro, do you realize there's probably 40 items you've never got at Cheesecake Factory? I told you,
1: I've only eaten like
0: 10%. I've only tried like 10% of that menu. That menu is huge,
1: bro. It's a, a novel.
0: I'm just mad. I'm looking at this thing here. Worst first date restaurants, and I'm pissed that that's on there.
1: But see, that just,
0: but who who is the people? Who okay, okay, are the people hold, on, that, hold on, hold on, hold on, who hold, they on hold on, hold on. Vanna's 16, 17, 18? 17. Okay, here we go. You meet a dude. He's a cool guy. He take Vanna to a cheesecake factory and they first date.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Obviously, that's kind of a lot of money for an 18, 19-year-old, right? Definitely. Okay. Vanna, come back to you. Daddy, he want to take me to Cheesecake Factory. What are you going to say to her? Bring me back some brown
1: bread. <laughs> I swear to God. Bring me back some brown bread. I don't need the butter. We good. I swear to God. Bro, like, how can you judge? Like, you know what I mean? Right, bring me the brown bread. If, 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 you know, if he got a little extra, if he balling, give me the Da Vinci pasta. Shit, you know what I'm saying? And you know, hey, you, avocado egg rolls, bro. Avocado egg rolls That sauce to dip It is the shit I'm, I'm not playing Any of y'all motherfuckers End up dating my daughter You take her to Cheesecake Bring me bound bread If you want to get On my fucking good side
0: oh oh I can't wait to see I can't wait to see video Bro What's going on with my eyes right now You crying F- I don't, care. I don't, I don't, right I don't care if she
1: talked, Bro, <laughs> are there tears in my eyes? They swollen. Look, they swollen. Are there tears in my eyes? <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh
0: my Straight god! Up. Okay, stop fucking around. She
1: could say, "I'm taking. I'm going to Olive
0: Garden." I'd be like, "Bring your brother back." No, 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 some. no, no. Hold on. Oh my god, bro! I'm gonna throw up. Hold on. <sighs> hold up. Stop fucking playing around right now. Okay? I swear. No, no. Bro. Listen. Stop. Stop. Hey, stop stop. What would Vanna say? Would she be cool
1: with it or would she not be cool with she'd it? She'd be cool with it. It's about the food, bro. Like, that girl should be like, if she like it there, you know what I'm saying? She don't, if he go, I'm gonna take you to Mastro's. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, she did her, I did her birthday, her 13th birthday at Mastro's, bro. And we haven't gone back since. Every time I asked her to go eat, i will be like, you want to go to Mastro's? You want steakhouse? Nah, I'm not trying to. Jamie,
0: stop fucking with me right now, bro. Would you really tell the dude first day bring back some fucking puppet? I'd bread? tell her
1: to get it, yeah. Oh my god, bro. My stomach hurts, bro. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know they actually sell the brown bread. I think at no, they uh, Krogers don't. now. Yeah. Uh, Kroger's or um No, they don't. Walmart, I swear to you. No, they don't. You seen it, right? Yeah, no, I'm they telling don't. you. Olive, gar- I mean, because
0: Ryder gar- will go fucking crazy. My bro, son, would I go promise nuts. you, they sell. We it. order so much of it. If we didn't spend so much fucking money there, they would fucking uh, they would kick us out. Because he'll eat four loaves himself.
1: I'm telling you, they sell it at the market now in Cali. I wonder where, because I know y'all got Kroger out there. Oh, Jesus but they sell it, bro. Christ, they make so much money out there. Brown, you bread. just
0: fuck. Oh my God, I feel fucking crazy. Brown right? Breezy, I, I cannot believe you just said that shit. Um, what else, man? I want to talk about something, man. I just um you know, memes go like they and they go viral and they're they're like they go in like these, they like you see a lot of the same comments, people are reusing shit, acting like man. it's their shit, whether it be a certain passage or anything else, whatever. Yeah. The biggest lie I've seen on IG and on Instagram and on Twitter, right? Is you see people getting shit on cause either they scamming doing some cap girls are fucking facetune they're using the fucking they shaping their body when they see the fucking wall behind them is bent and shit they're mm-hmm. seeing the fucking bad yeah. photoshop shit right and then girls will clap back and some guys will too and they'll say successful people don't hate on other people wow. I already know what I'm gonna say have you ever seen a successful person hate on somebody of course a lot of them do it behind Thank closed you. doors, but. Thank you. Closed doors or not? Rich or
1: not, bro. If you have money or not, does not mean make you uh, a good or bad person. You know what I'm saying? So a person to talk shit, whether they I broke or rich, they still gonna talk shit.
0: That fake ass narrative where they see it somewhere, they see some fake business guru say, successful people, oh, you wouldn't say that. You're obviously hurt somewhere. People, some dude said this shit to me the other day. You hurt. You, would, you always say negative shit. Bro. I could have just won a billion dollars and still pull a pistol out and shoot somebody and smack them in their mouth or whatever. That don't mean I'm mad. Yeah. And even my ex-wife, she would say shit like, yo, just I was like, man, you just don't get it. She's like, Well, you got No, no, no. You don't get it. And do you want to know why? Specifically from me, I look back at my life and I look about just a regular thing. It could be some crazy shit that happened to me, bad or good. And I'd be like, what are the chances of that happening? Like one in a million, right? My life, what I do, how I eat, whatever. Crazy thing. How many crazy things happen to me in life? I always think, like, what are the chances, right? So when you look at a statistic, there ain't statistics that are really like 99%. 99% of people wear uh, G strings under their fucking jeans. You know what I'm saying? Like super shit like that. You don't know. There's always that 1%, 10%, 8%, 20%. I'm always that 1% or less, you know? So when I say successful people don't, why are you making such a general fucking statement when Bill Gates literally openly admitted he tried to tank Tesla? Successful people definitely 100% hate on each other. For Elon sure. Musk hates, Kanye hates here and there. I mean, I consider myself successful. I don't necessarily hate somebody, but I'll say some shit. And again, it's not hating if it's the truth, bro. Literally, So,
1: yeah, bro. So you heard about that story about the Colorado University game, uh, UCLA, and they was playing and somebody went to the locker room and stole all their chains.
0: Well, I heard the story, you know, and I was going to go to the game, right? Because I was at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. And um, I promised my people I was going to go, whatever. Plus, I fuck with Coach Prime. But I I just heard the shit was stolen. And I'm like, do you know how fucking hard it is to get into the fucking locker room at the Rose Bowl? So it happened during the game, right?
1: During the game while they were playing. That's what it said.
0: Okay, so do you know how many chains were stolen or how much money or what it said?
1: I know, I saw this video of like the players saying they got jacked. At least like five of them had said their chain. One was like, I just got my chain too, bro. Like da, da, da. So at least five people. You know what that means? They they basically, I saw one of them say like, basically someone went into the locker room, went through their shit. Like one of them had it in his bag. So he unzipped his bag. They unzipped his bag, took his shit out. You know what I mean? They had time. Like, they was in there.
0: Bro, there's always someone in a locker room at a college pro game. Had to be an inside job, bro. Definitely. So it was it was
1: real, though, right? It wasn't Cap, right? It was there. real. No, I, I, everywhere I've seen this, bro.
0: You know, bro, people are getting so fucking desperate these days, dog. Like
1: You seen that video? I don't know if it's real or not, but there was a video. I think it was on... I-10 or somewhere in L.A. Yeah, yeah, bro. So, were, the car wrecked and the dudes jumped out. So I got
0: the fucking story now. hmm You know what happened? What? Homie working downtown L.A. for a jewelry store. So he was on La Brea. They tried to get him at La Brea. They couldn't. He ended the for a because he was like, you know, a low-level dude transporting. He had like $700,000, $800,000 in gold on him. Oh, man. He worked for a gold place. They took all the gold. That's got to be insane. They know what time Definitely. it is. Yeah. Speaking of gold, gold is up a little bit right now. You know what I mean? Um, guys, as you know, I talked about how big of a deal that gold uh, bar collab was. And you know what's funny is um, Jimmy had mentioned something he gonna talk about in a second. But I personally haven't sold 10 karat gold in about five years now. Um, there's just a certain audience that you know that we have to cater to at Beverly Hills, but uh, we barely sell 14. Right, everything's kind of pretty much 18, but 14 is there. But you were saying th- something in the car. What the fuck happened, bro? I had a uh, somebody
1: reach out to me. You know what I'm saying? And they had bought a, a big chain, big. I think it was seven, eight hundred grams, Cuban, like 22 millimeter, iced out. Uh,
0: they had felt through some hard times and they had reached out hold to on, me hold on. to sell it. For those of you who don't know. 22 millimeters is almost an inch. You may not think an inch is a lot. When you think about an inch in a chain, when you think about seven, 800 grams, you're talking about almost a kilo. So you were talking about over a pound to go. This is fucking heavy as shit. Carry on, sorry. Definitely,
1: definitely. And so he was falling through some hard times trying to sell the chain. Told me he had paid like 65000 for it. Wanted me to see if I'd be interested. You know, I told him, yeah, we could work something out. Just bring it by. I'll get it checked, everything. We ended up coming up with a number we agreed on. And I was like, okay, well, before I do, I got to check everything, make sure everything's straight. Just, you know, regular inspection that we do. Diamonds was real, checked out. Then we went ahead and did the laser test for the gold. And the gold came back to be nine carat.
0: That pause of silence isn't because there's something wrong with the audio. Okay, you did a laser test. Yep. For those of you who don't know, that's even deeper than doing an acid test. Acid test is usually because you're doing something quick and you like have a kiosk or something. Says on
1: the outside.
0: The laser goes through all, all the, way. the way. through the entire piece. Mm-hmm. So it tested at like 38% which comes out to 37 even probably. Comes out to fucking 9 karat gold. Yep. Okay. So for those who don't know, when you make a custom piece, you're using raw gold, right? So in order for it to be 14 karat, it has to be 58.5%. In order for it to be 10 karat gold, it has to be 41.6%. If you're going to make gold, even on a low end, it should just be 42% if it's 10 karat. If it's 14 karat, it should be like 59. If it's 18 karat, it's 75% gold. Yep. So at that point... If it's under forty-one percent gold, if it's under forty-one point six percent gold, it is not even legally gold. Meaning, it's not even legal. Yep. Because there's so many other metals in there. So I mean, somebody intentionally made it nine-carat to be a scumbag. And, it
1: would be illegal to sell nine-carat
0: gold. So let's see how spot is. Okay, so just so you know. 700 or 800 grams? It was about almost 800. Okay. So spot on that meltdown would be 22 bands. Let's just add 5 to $8 in labor per gram. Mm-hmm. This dude said he paid 60 what? 65000 Oh, my God, bro. Jesus
1: Christ, bro. And the hardest thing for me was like to tell him, like, hey... I can't even buy this chain because even if I do, I'd have to re-melt it down, make it back up to 10, and then reset it. It would it would cost me too much Well, you'd much have
0: money. to add 18-karat gold just to fuck, you know what I'm saying, to offset it at 14. Just to- Exactly. Okay, so what happened?
1: He was heated, bro. He was heated as fuck. Uh, he had took the chain and went back to the person he bought it from. Uh, I really don't even know what happened with that. I heard it. it got fixed, like as in, you know, the dude fixed the situation, but... That definitely was what happened.
0: I have a question. Was it Hallmark 10 carat? Was it Hallmark 14 or no? It was Hallmark 10 carat.
1: And I told him, I said, by law, you could sue him for that. You could? Yeah.
0: You know, people, I've told you this already. When you Hallmark something, VS Plus and a diamonds, it has to be that or you can legally sue somebody. It has to be the average clarity. If you Hallmark 14 carat, this is a currency. Guys going to understand it. This is actually legally binding. Jimmy, don't fuck with me, bro. Oh, it was really, it was really hallmark ten carat. Bro, it was hallmark ten carat. All right, so you are an absolute scumbag. Who the fuck did that in 2023? There's no excuse for it. I don't care what says. And you charged him 14 carat price.
1: At the end of the day, it's like it's a custom chain that's not made. So for you to custom it and to come out at nine, it's like you told the caster, "Hey, make it nine carat." You know what I'm saying? There's there's really no explanation in that situation because it's a custom chain. The links are custom. At twenty-two millimeter, that was a custom Cuban. It was a prong set Cuban.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's unfortunate. And that's just some really bad business. And uh by the way, guys, um, I want you all to know that I don't ever talk about jewelry on the show. We do like a couple times where we have like tracks or Greg Yuna or, you know, I'll probably have, like, Alex Moss and Eliante and fucking, uh, you know, Jacob, whoever, boom, I got some people on the show. Shout out to all them guys, man. Um, but uh, we are going to talk about Julie a lot more. As, uh, you know, you guys see, I made these live championship rings, which is basically, you know, no person in the history of fucking golf has ever seen a championship ring that looked like that. Switching gears, what'd you do for Halloween?
1: Uh, I took the kids trick-or-treating. So in my neighborhood... Uh, they shut down this one street every year and bro they turn it to like a block party the same street every year Right. and uh, so just brought the kids up and down there went trick or treating
0: just really chilled bro I ain't did nothing too crazy that's what's up bro you know we, the same thing in my neighborhood they kind of have like it's, it's like two blocks and it's like they just lit but this is the fucked up part I played golf that day I came back home I'm tired of shit I got some Jamaican food you know, I got the gate at my house, you know what I'm saying? So it's a gate, you can't, you have to hit the buzzer. Yeah. I went, who the fuck is buzzing my shit? It just got dark. Then it buzzed again. So I wanna go get my gun. I was like, yo, bro, what the fuck's going on? Seen a motherfucker wearing the ghost face shit. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, someone wanna die tonight. Bro, my kids had a Halloween parade at school. We had a whole Halloween party. I was so fucked up off of golf, I forgot it was Halloween. So I snuck out, went to CVS to buy candy because I feel bad. Came back, turned the lights on. I was like, oh, yeah, I got candy. I gave a gang of candy to people. I felt so fucking bad. But, yeah, um, I was just wondering because, you know, like that's like that's my kid's favorite holiday. Yeah. Halloween is their favorite shit. You man. seen
1: that video of Mr. Beast giving her iPhones, bro? No,
0: nah, playing, yes, bro. Yes,
1: bro. He gave everybody iPhone, and some kid walked up, he gave him 10 bands. Like, bro. Shut the fuck up, I bro. I swear I saw My the video My kids watch today. every middle of Mr. B. Are you serious? I watched it today. He gave every kid an iPhone. And one kid, oh, I like your suit. Here's two of them, bro. He was passing them out, bro. In the neighborhood or just like? At whatever house. I don't know if it's his house or whatever house he's at. And they ring the doorbell. He'll open up. Hey, how you doing? Here. More than 10 people got iPhone? More than 10 people on the video. is at least 20 people. It was like, oh, you want an iPhone? I don't got no candy. One kid he gave 10 bands to, and the kid tried to give it back to him. He's like, oh, no, that's for you to keep. And the dad's like, yeah, that's for us to keep to the son. You know what I mean? Wow. That's crazy, bro.
0: Shit, I thought I'd give him a motherfucking Twix bar. Like, God damn. By the way, I spent like $92 on candy. It didn't even get like a whole lot. Just like, shit is crazy. Uh, what else, man? Actually, you know what I was going to ask you, man? Have you, When's the last time you seen movies? You went to the movies?
1: movies? Um, I went to
0: go see a movie...
1: Damn, my mind just went blank. Oh, I saw a movie last night. What'd you see? Um, the Exorcist, and then what was the other one. The new one? Yeah, The New Exorcist, yeah. And
0: what would you say? No
1: Hard Feelings. No hard feelings. What's that? So it's, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. So funny. It was good? It came out maybe like a couple months ago. It's a, it's
0: a comedy? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna check that shit out. Good, and I
1: saw The Exorcist.
0: How was The Exorcist? It was good. Not as scary as the
1: original one, right? Um... I feel like at that age when they came out then, it was scarier, but it, it was good. This one was good. I ain't gonna lie.
0: It was good. Is it too scary for like, you know, say Jimmy Jr. to watch or is it? Yeah, too scary for Jimmy okay. Jr. To watch. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, man. Um, well, hold on, you was talking about some comedian, bro. I want to watch some funny shit. What's... Yeah,
1: Renee Vaca. That's my boy, Renee. Shout Who? out to Renee Vaca. My boy, man, he's on the come up from L.A. Super funny dude, bro. Super. Renee Vaca? Yep.
0: And where, where do I see his comedy at?
1: Um, Instagram. He has like, you know, he's on tour right now, selling out everywhere. But uh definitely he needs his own Netflix special.
0: Oh uh, shit. I'm gonna check that motherfucker out. By the way, guys, well, I don't know. Should we tell him? I mean, we got security, right? We got mm-hmm. them All day. So we going out to see uh Devin Haney, and this fight is going to be big. Shout out my dog. And it's in San Francisco. Hey, for, I, don't, I don't think any jackers listen to this show. They don't listen to the podcast, but we got them things, so don't you know what I'm saying? Don't fuck with us.
1: Um I got a bunch of ninjas. Y'all don't even know. I got body cards and ninjas. They ain't even gonna pop up till the smoke come out.
0: Shut the fuck Slicing
1: up. Slicing throats with man. brown bread.
0: Uh when you going back home? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? You yeah. go back home tomorrow? Yeah, you coming? Uh well. Come on, man Hold on, let me see what... To
1: bro, I told you, I got, you seen, I got golf carts in the backyard. You just wake up and walk straight out that motherfucker or jump in the
0: golf cart. You can get me a tee time, right? Bro, that's, that's nothing. Wait, what? It's 82 degrees tomorrow in Houston? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's a beautiful... 87 on Tuesday, 87 on Wednesday. Well, I can't, got the kids on Tuesday. But, bro, you want to talk about golf? Guys, it is fucking beautiful. It, the, the low is 65. Like, it's the most perfect weather ever.
1: Bro, I'm telling you. Oh, shit. You might as well tell Johnny Dang to come play with you.
0: Yeah. Does he play? Don't tell me he plays golf, bro. Yeah.
1: He plays good, too, from what I know. And he's my neighbor. He lives in my neighborhood. Johnny Dang plays
0: golf. Yeah. He's been playing for a minute, bro. He's in Little Kids Clubs so or what he's using. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is he, he's not even five feet, right? No, Keeper 100, he's not, right? Because Lil Duval's like five feet. I think he's five three. or four eleven. Because Lil Duvall is five three, five four. He Duval's taller than him. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Like he's taller, taller. Yeah. No, he ain't tall, taller. Maybe about
1: three inches at the most, two, three inches. He might be he might be pushing five one, bro. He's
0: not five one.
1: Might be pushing. London, him. my son, is five one. No, London's taller than him for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He using kids clubs bro He he went to fuck. He going to uh, well,
1: You know he got money he, got, he might have did custom You know like Big kids club
0: Nah Nah He tripping man But yeah man Hey uh, shit Well Jimmy I love you Let me think about it I might get back out there With you bro You say you got a golf cart too Right you got one at the house
1: Yeah I got that Rolls Royce golf cart Stop playing bro
0: Bro yeah Stop playing I have been at that motherfucker Okay well you know what First of all Let's go hit Bay's barbecue tomorrow. You gotta get some greens, some catfish, some fucking uh do all that. And let me get my stomach fat up. Look, I ain't gotta be home until Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon. So um, We can go to Cheesecake you know, Factory too. Dog, that's we go. Bro, there's one downstairs, you know that, right? Oh, for real? There was one right next to and Busters. Right oh. connected to Dayton Busters right next door. You know. Anyways, we getting hungry. Um, Jimmy, I love you, bro. Appreciate you, your dog. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, you're going to be seeing Jimmy way, way, way more on the show. Is there anything else you want to say? Oh, man, nothing. Y'all better stay tuned, man. We about to do some crazy shit. All right, man. Hey, y'all, we're going to take a break, and uh, I'm going to close the show out. All right, y'all. Jimmy been having a good ass time out here, and um, I want to remind you guys. So uh, it feels good getting back on the road and getting out, you know, getting out of town. And I needed to get the fuck out of LA. It uh, felt real good. Um, I'm head out to Pebble Beach next weekend, and um, doing an amazing event with Made Golf. It is the Hundred Hole Hike for Youth on Course. Again, this is a big charity, guys. Please click the link in any of my bios. If you go to my link tree, there is a um, obviously a link to this charity event, and it's basically helping kids afford to play the greatest game in the world—that's golf. And um, you know, I've done my part. If it's even five dollars, whatever it is, um, would appreciate the help and uh, help me reach my goal. But yeah. Um, I have never played at Pebble Beach before. It is one of the top ten most iconic courses in the world. Uh, I know it's going to be cold as shit, but again, this is for charity. I'm excited. I'm Gonna play some great golf out there. Gonna be out there with my dog JR Smith, and my dog Stephen Maubin, and uh, Michael Block, and a bunch of other pros. And I think Macklemore is going to be out there, so you know I'm going to have to serve Macklemore that smoke. Uh, his name is Ben, by the way, too. So, yeah, I'm just excited to, you know, get it in. Now, speaking of getting it in, got to talk about this uh, Good Good trip, basically. It's the reason why I came out here was to film with Garrett Clark, who is a co founder and uh, the star of Good Good. And, uh, you know, we hit Top Golf the night I got here, hit a couple balls, you know. um, I ain't gonna lie to you, you know, I felt uh, more intimidated than I usually do, more so than when I play with, you know, a PGA Tour Pro, a Live Pro, a Pro-Am, whatever it may be, it was weird. And uh, one thing, no matter how much, and I've received much more, I'd say, with as critical and as many haters and trolls there are in the golf world, because golf is hard, I've actually received more positive input And 95% more positive when um, I'm playing with somebody who actually is on the course with me, right? Just the way I approach a hole, the way I approach a shot and whatever. And I'm gonna keep a 1,000 with you guys. I played like dog shit. I had some really good shots. My driver was on point, but you know, that's like, if I had to choose between, you know, my irons, my wedges, my putter, my driver, the driver would probably be the, the... Ball, I would, or the the part of my game that I would care about the least, and um, it was crazy, because my driver was was really good that day, which is cool, and of course it helps you, you know, to start the hole off, but it just wasn't what I wanted. Played with uh, this guy AJ Pujols, who is an absolutely great fucking kid. I gotta salute his dad and his mom. His dad is Albert Pujols. Legendary baseball player, I'm sure Hall of Famer um, to come, and uh, just a great kid, amazing kid, like 22 years old, very well versed, very just a fucking great person, and I had seen him on the Good Good Channel, and he's part of the Good Good Crew, and I really thought like, Nah, dog, this dude is is fucking amazing, and um. I had some real great conversations with this kid in the last uh, few days. And um, if Londoner Rider ended up turning out like how he did, I'd be a very fucking proud dad. But, anyways, went back to the Good Good Crib. Uh, again, I fucking love it out here. This is just a fucking amazing place. And they live in this nice little community that uh, all the houses are real nice. You can tell it's a big separation from, you know, I don't know, I've, I've been too much through Frisco, Texas, but they live in a really nice house. And again, the housing prices have gone and skyrocketed here, but it's still ridiculously more affordable than anywhere in Los Angeles. So, you know, we're chilling. Me, Steven, Bubby, um, a couple guys from Good Good Gaming, I guess they're starting that up. And me and Garrett have a long talk about what we're going to do Um, do we wanna do something like a 2v2 versus, you know? do wanna do good, good, what do we wanna do? This being the first time to officially shoot on camera, this guy was very catering, he was uh, very courteous, and um, was like, well, what do you wanna do? And I really thought deep about it and I said, you know what, man, it'd probably be better if me and you shot on your channel first. And that's what we agreed to do. So GM Golf has uh, 1 million followers, uh, 1 million subscribers, sorry. And Good Good has just 1. 4, just under 1.4 million subscribers. And I think this made me a little more comfortable, even though realistically it's the same shit because they both have a ton of subscribers when it comes to golf and they got the biggest golf channel um, on YouTube. And so, uh, you know, wake up, definitely feeling kind of weird. Garrett and AJ and Ryder, the photographer uh, and videographer, come pick me up. And we head over to this place called Gentle Creek Country Club. And, um, you know, I'm like, fuck it, let's go to the range. And I need to get some range in, right? And that was a, a, thank God I did at least that. And I had a really good range session. And from history, if I have a really good range session, except for the, with the exception of live, then I usually play like shit. And I was striping balls on the fair, you know, on, on the range. And usually when I can't get a ball off the fucking ground is when I play a lot better. Now, it's not necessarily the ability, of course. It's simple things as raising my head up, you know, not choking down enough on certain things, taking my swing, uh, my backswing, you know, too fast, coming down on the ball, too, coming too steep, not coming shallow enough, whatever the fuck it may be. Everyone's different. But I hit an amazing first fucking tee drive. And then um, I've rarely played on Bermuda grass. Now, if you don't know what Bermuda grass is, it's, you know, it swallows the ball up. You got to really pay attention to the grain. We had no caddies there. And when you're going against the grain, it's really slow. Now, I think I've discussed that putting is my best skill. So for me to leave ball short six feet is not likely. Anyone who's played with me tell you it's not likely and I'll come back to this in a second with, with putting but my putter was shit on the back nine it ended up being great but so we shot nine holes with Garrett and it was me and Garrett versus AJ Pujols and Martin Borgheimer Martin is a long drive champion this dude hits a putter yes not I didn't say that incorrectly he has hit a putter 320 yards off a tee. Now, I've had some crazy drives where they've been almost 300, you know, whatever, boom. This is, you know, when I was learning how to swing the ball and we're just doing shit and some people say, oh, by accident, but I just knew it wasn't the proper way and it wouldn't help the evolution of my swing. This dude hits a fucking putter 320 yards, but he's also a stick and he's very good. But I won't tell you what the outcome of the match was, but again, I play like shit and I don't want to expose the channel and say something bad, but they're like, yo man, do you want to, you know, retake a shot? And I said, no, I think it's better if motherfuckers see that, you know, I missed this shot. Like I had 160 yard shot in and I fucking chunked the ball. Went like 40 yards. I'll let the rest of it be a surprise to you guys, but I played bad. Not going to lie. And it sucks because it was on camera and, and this is what it was. But, You know, I still had some really good shots. I had a 290 yard drive, and I'm excited to see how it turned out. And then eventually, you know, I think in a couple weeks, uh, I'm going to shoot out and play with Good Good, and that's definitely going to happen later. But it was a good experience. I'm glad I did it. Uh, You know, got to hang out with the dudes. Got to go eat some food. Got to go out to dinner. Got to hang out and chill. And uh, really good guys. I love the whole Good Good crew. Shout out to all of them. They're real, solid people. Now, after... That, the next day, I play with the 20th ranked player on the PGA Tour. Not just the 20th, but the 20th in FedEx points. So you're talking about a top 20 golfer in the world. And I play with the top 10 and the top 15, whatever, but this guy's Korean. So me and Sue Kim, we met at the Zozo Champ last year. So it was just about over a year ago. Really nice guy, young kid, 28, solid dude. English wasn't very good a year ago. It's gotten a lot better in the last year, and he's a stick. Obviously, he's a fucking amazing golfer. And we played at uh, Nelson, TPC Las Colinas, played at the Cottonwood course, and it is a very fucking hard course. And the crazy part was, with Good Good, I played from the tips, we do. I'm not long enough off the tee to play from the tips, but with Siwoo. I played 16 holes from the tips, two holes from the blue tees. And I was a whole different person. Now, mind you, these greens were not Bermuda. And I got a practice session in. There's a Four Seasons and carlton on site. It's a country club. It's private. Um, me and will have never played together before. Stu was out of his mind. Ended up shooting six under. And um, my putter was lights out. I ended up shooting 85 on a course that has a rating of like a 77 or it's something ridiculous. So if you shoot a 77, you're a scratch golfer. That's how tough this course was and I played really well and the crazy part was I actually putted better than he did. This is the 20th best golfer in the PGA Tour, right? This is not a cap, this is for real. He was shocked. All my two putts, and I did three putt once, all my two putts were two feet or less. Some of them were, you know, real close, six inches, four inches, like ridiculous shit, just light tappings. But I had a great fucking day with Sibu, you know, whole 18 holes, just chilling, talking about Korea, food, you name it, and just having a great time. And he just kept saying, he's like, damn, man, for less than two years, I am so impressed. Just the fact you're giving me a three wood off the deck is so hard, you know? I hit a stinger under the trees. I was, uh, you know, I had some bad shots for sure, but, you know, again, this dude has played 250 um, FedEx event, I mean, uh, PGA events, and he's played with tons of bad people. And, um, you know, the people that I've been playing with are very encouraging and I appreciate it. I know when it's bad. No one else needs to tell me. But when I think it's even good sometimes, uh, people tell me it's bad and I have to really, you know, pay attention to that. This is somebody, I've played with Colin Warkar, I've played with, Bubba Watson, obviously John Rom, some of the best in the world. But this is different when you're just sitting privately one-on-one, chilling and playing and nobody else and this dude can really tell you something. After five or six holes, he knows exactly what club I'm hitting like a caddy would. Very technical, very smart and um, it, it was just an amazing experience that you could not fucking pay for. So, gotta thank Siwoo for that. That was just a, well, man, what an amazing experience and and um. I don't want to go home. think I'm going to stay an extra night. It was just fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, man. So, you know, again, Jimmy Boy lives on a country club in Houston. I'm thinking about getting a fucking crib out here. The prices for a country club here are just so fucking different. Prices of a crib out here are so different. But the only problem is definitely... Uh, December to March. So pretty much December, January, and February, you just can't really play golf. It's it's too tough. It's too cold and it's too windy. So that is, you know, definitely a a down point. But then again, it could be in LA during those times, right? So uh, what else, man? Oh, yeah. When we can talk about some fucking entertainment, right? I'm going to talk about this quickly. I'm always looking for something to watch. You guys know that. And I've talked about this kid before because he went at George Lopez and George said what he said. And, and, you know, I've had a conversation with George about this. I won't discuss it. I'll let George, you know, if he wants to talk about it publicly, cool. And people are like, oh, why Mexicans bring each other down? Man, shut the fuck up. Sometimes people go too hard. and like, yo, you shouldn't bring another Korean person down. You shouldn't bring another black person down, whatever. Hey, man, you shouldn't bring anybody down if that's the case but just because it's a color, just because it's this, it's so much gaslighting, and that's used properly. If a motherfucker is wrong, they're wrong. If you have an opinion, how can someone you attack you for your opinion? If I think that Zen water is the best and it tastes the best for me, how can I be wrong about my opinion? I can't be wrong about my opinion. That's how I feel, right? And this kid, Ralph Barbosa, has a Netflix special. I ain't hating. Just said that with Jimmy. Say, oh, successful people want to hate on each other. I don't know what successful means to you or what means to even this kid. Rob, I don't know this kid. I know he's from Southern Cali, maybe the IE or some shit. I'm going to say this real quick. He's terrible. I have studied comedy for over 40 years from a gigantic fucking Richard Pryor fan to George Carlin I have watched stand up comedy for over 40 years. I am a huge fan. I went to two drink minimums when I was 18 years old, and you had to be 18 to go to the punchline in San Francisco or somewhere else in comedy clubs and comedy store. And, you know, I was a big comedy junkie. Comedy clubs was my shit, right? Eddie Murphy stand ups. I would go and see Andrew Dice Clay. On my 17th birthday, I asked my mom to give me a few hundred dollars. And I begged her. So I can go fly to Reno, Nevada and watch Andrew Dice Clay with one of my best friends. And it was fucking amazing. Right? I had a fake ID and all this other shit. And I was out like going to comedy clubs. Me and fucking, I remember, I took Nicolette to a couple comedy shows, right? We went to go see, uh oh fuck, what's his name? Um, Chris, Not was it Chris? I forgot, dude. He got canceled and he came back. Uh, Anyways, let me say this real quick. Ralph Barbosa's Netflix comedy special is a legit zero out of 10. This was factually 100% the worst stand-up I ever watched in my entire life. There wasn't even one single funny line. So I'm curious, what am I missing? Were they telling people to laugh? There was nothing funny. I've seen regular Joe motherfuckers at an open mic crush this guy and I'm not kidding, right? Do you guys know who Bart Kwan is? I don't know if you guys know, he's an Asian dude. Um, he had a really, really, really funny uh, video called Uncle Same and um, I think he, he has a podcast now. Um, he does comedy here and there. I went to one of his first open mics at the comedy store with Nicholas Funny and it was pretty bad. And I felt bad. I still supported him. I think he was nervous. But I've seen a lot of amateur comedians crush it. This shit is awful. And I put that out there because we need to set the bar higher. And that's why I say this. It's true. Stand-up is not not easy. I've seen Michael Rapport do his stand-up. He was fucking great. Very good. But anyways, don't want to spend too much time on that. Bosch, two new episodes came out on Friday. Fucking fire. This is probably one of the best seasons I've watched, and I'm obviously dying for the end. But every fucking season, I just feel like, wow, this is amazing. There hasn't been one bad season of Bosch. Now, this is Bosch Legacy, so this is the spinoff, but it's just so fucking good. Why was there a spinoff? I don't know, but who cares? It could have still been Bosch, but everybody's not a cop, he's a PI now. I encourage you, if you have not watched Bosch, Watch every season, about seven or eight seasons, and then watch Bosch Legacy. And I'm telling you, it is so fucking good. It is insane. This show is just so, again, well-written. It's fire. I am like dying. In fact, I'm going to watch the entire season two all over again when it's all said and done. Force. Fucking good. 50 has turned up the heat. It is just fucking, man. Tommy. You know, again, I didn't really... I like Tommy. Tommy when the first you know um, Ghost series came out, Power, whatever. But he really has held his own and he deserves all the success that he gets. And he's just really good. It's fucking hilarious. It just makes me miss Chicago. But um, again, this season of Force, fucking good. Um, if there's anything else you guys can suggest, Jimmy suggested somebody, I forgot what the fuck his name is. I'm gonna have to hit him up and see what's up. But yo, that's it for this episode, man. I gave you motherfuckers a treat. You know, we had a good one. I uh, want to thank again all the Texas subscribers that pulled up to the subscriber meetup. You know, speaking of subscribing, please, if you are not subscribing to this show, I don't care if it's on Spotify, if it's on Apple, I don't care where it is. Hit the subscribe button and do me one favor. Tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the show. That's it. It helps me out and this is something that I actually love doing and I hope it get you through your day your work day whatever it is but uh um wow man what a great trip here to fucking dallas and i hope to come back again soon and more importantly guys this is not your practice life so make sure you make it count don't save shits for a special day do not save your best shit for a special day every single day is special okay all right i love y'all i will talk to you guys next monday and um that's it man god bless i hear the lake lake music i'm trying to say more shit i don't know why i need to get the fuck out of here all right y'all peace